before we get into the details of Barbarian, Hermit, Solitude and Savagery, first we bring you an interview with Rob Sutcliffe, the bass player from the band. Enjoy, and stay until the end, and you'll get to see our thoughts on Solitude and Savagery. Brilliant. All right, so let's take a short trip back in time. Um, how did you get to the, this point where you woke up, I guess, one day and thought, yep, yeah, we're Barbarian, Hermit, and we are a band? Uh, to be honest, that's not really my... Um, area of expertise because I only joined the band last year mm -hmm. um, so I'm, honestly I have been told the story of how they came up with the name but I genuinely can't remember what it is off the top of my head uh, I, did, I did an email interview with someone the other week and I just made up a story about something to do with crabs oh I, can't <laughs> I read that and I thought I read I literally read that earlier on today and I thought that can't be true because <laughs> that's so it was so strange i thought well you know why not brilliant yeah i mean <laughs> that's fantastic well um yourself then um how did you how did you end up being part of bands uh well i um my I, I was in a band called fantasist for a while but are on a bit of a uh, break at the moment just for various reasons we just take a time out and hmm. uh the the guys from hermit approached me last year when the uh, old bass player Chris uh, had to leave, uh, so they were they had like three or four gigs lined up uh, coming up within the space of a few weeks, and they were just sort of rushing around trying to find people. So they were just asking all their friends who played bass, you know, are you available to come and do this and help out? Uh, and I ended up being free to go and help them out, mm. so I stepped up to the plate for a bit and um, ended up jamming with them quite a few more times after those gigs until they found someone permanent, and then they ended up just saying, well, if you want to stick around. You know, we'd like to have you on board. So, you know, here and I am you, now. You jumped at the chance, yeah? Yeah, well, I, I, we've been friends with them for a while anyway. I mean, my, my other band had played with them. Well, I played with them with a couple of bands um, over the years. So we were there was already a good a good little uh, bantery friendship there. Um, so it was it was nice to jump on board with a group of guys that I was already comfortable with. So, yeah, you know, it was uh, didn't have to think much about the answer. Oh, yeah, of course. And, of course, well, obviously, they've been kind of going for a few years now um, up to that point. And... Here's the thing, like, I, I remember first hearing sort of Barbarian Hermit's name a few years back and never really seeing anything from it, though. Like, just hearing the name either by a press article or just yeah. said in the underground when you go to a gig and maybe um, playing, like, first support on a three-, four-person show. And the name we got, people like, oh, yeah, Barbarian Hermit are great and you should check him out in this. And it'd be like, couldn't really, I guess, find the music because there was obviously no album at the time. There was an EP, yeah. but not an album. Um and well, I think five years, 2013 is what I read when Barbarian Hermit first sort of got started. So was it, has it yeah. all been about building momentum from, I guess, even from the EP release to this album? What, what was that, sorry? It has all been like that, basically creating that name for yourselves um, on the underground scene where everyone kind of is talking about you. Uh, has it all been about building momentum to this album? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it is in any in any respect, isn't it? Because one, mm. once you've got one release out, you want to try and keep hold of that momentum, you know, one, uh, until the next one, or if the next one's going to be a while off, you need to do something to to keep the name around there. So, I mean, the, the, the guys were gigging quite a lot anyway, as, as Hermit, before I joined off the back of that EP. Um, I mean, the, the momentum for the album that we've just done didn't really start until last year, end of last year, I think, and then we were like, well, we've got this EP, and people keep asking about more stuff, so that's when a new wave started and we started pushing towards the album, but the, the gigs were starting to roll in. So there was a good momentum there from then. Yeah. Because um, it's all too, too often now where like, a band's going to release an EP or an album and 
it, it gets buried so quickly because of the glut of music you can just find, be it streaming and YouTube, you can quickly kind of get buried. So for yourself, yeah. how important it is to, I guess, how important is it for you to be basically out there, live shows, um, spreading the word via social media and so on? Yeah, uh, well, well like, like you say, you know, if, if there's so much going on that if you don't stay relevant and stay up to date, you do just get swept away under yeah. this band, under the, you know, the wave of, you know, ever increasing number of bands that keep popping up from here, there and everywhere and all the new different genres that you have to try and keep up with as well. So it's, it's good to try and stay in the game as much as you can. So that's why we've done, well, we, we try and stay present online quite a lot. So people mm. remember that we're there. Um, do stupid little, you know, pictures, photo shoots, and and videos and stuff here and there, just to just little little things to keep reminding people that we're still there in the background, even if we're not touring. You know, just doing little bits to remind people that we're still we're still there and we're still still relevant or trying to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that seems to be seem to have to be. If you want to be anything in this music now, you kind of have to have a constant, almost exhausting level of presence Online. on there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's only a few days away now, the release of the album, uh, Solitude and Savagery. How stoked are you to finally be... <laughs> there it is. Um, how stoked are you to finally be at this point? Like, uh, a few days very, away. Um, in in the lead-up to it, it was getting quite exhausting, to be honest, because there was so much, so many conversations that we had to have about the layout of the CD, the order of the tracks, and the different bits of mixing and the artwork that went into it, and just all, all the different components. Uh, and it was uh, up until about three weeks ago, we were still having all those conversations and you could tell we were all just getting so fed up with it because all the conversations were getting shorter and shorter and people were just like, right, yeah, fuck it, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Just just sign it off and we can send it and we'll be fine. I think it was more me that was like that, to be honest, because I'm a grumpy old bastard. But yeah. um, it's, it's brilliant now to have it sort of, it feels like we've been waiting almost too long now because we finished everything and now it's just the build up. So it's like, right, we just want this thing to be out now. We want our baby in the world so people can hear it and, you know, love it like we do. That's what I was going to ask next, but you basically already answered it about how exciting is this time and is it just a relief <laughs> to finally be able to say, yay, we have the album. And as yeah. you said, it is. <laughs> yeah, we, we've already started talking about the second one as well. We've already put plans in motion for that. Like We've had a couple of little mini writing sessions and had, you know, spitballed a few ideas for the build up to it whenever it does arrive but we've 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 already started work on on the proceedings for the next one it's uh yeah it's a busy time excellent excellent so how about the responses so far i mean would it only be a few days um obviously reviews are out left right and center i personally yeah. I, when i've gone looking and i had a good old look earlier on i can't find anything that i would consider negative it seems to be universally being praised um have you found that uh, we have, yeah. We actually, we, we even said that it was a bit weird and we, we sort of can't wait for someone to give it a, a bad review just so that we could try and at least take some feedback off it or if we think it's mainly ridiculous, we can just hide it under a rug and then go off and cry about whatever we think <laughs> of us. But uh, no, it's been the majority of it, from what I've seen anyway, has all, been, has all been wonderful. Everyone seems to be proper digging it. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a nice feeling to know that everyone likes it so much. Yeah, because I, I, I understand what you're saying. Like, you get that negative review it might give you something to think about if they're yeah. being genuine about it. But if you had yeah. like, I don't know, let's say one negative review of about 50 and 49 are positive and one's negative, and even if that negative has got constructive things, how much would you say you're really going to take that on board if the other it, 49 it, are great? It, I guess it depends on what they'd said. Like maybe mm. like if, if, if someone comes out and says one thing about it that we think, well, that's what we liked about the song, so you know, piss off, you can take that outside. Uh, but if it's something that we thought, 
oh, you know, maybe that would be better for next time round. Maybe, you know, we'll do this and we'll do that. So we, we, we're happy to take stuff on board. I'd yeah. like to think, you know, because it's all constructive criticism at the end of the day, regardless of how harsh anyone might be about how they put it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to think we'd take it on, you know, take it on the chin, take it with a pinch of salt, and we'd probably try and look at it from, from, a, from a hilarious and a serious angle and see which pays off. So what's the story behind the beer, the album artwork in particular? It's related to a beer, right? Uh, yeah, um, the Adam, our guitarist, uh, one of our guitarists, sorry, um, sorry, Mike, um, <laughs> he, um, he's good friends with a guy who owns a brewery um, called Northern Monk, I don't know if you've heard of them. I have, yeah. And he uh, he was doing these these special runs of beers that were in cahoots with, with bands, he's done a few of them now, I think, I think he's done three or four maybe. Probably more, actually. I should have looked that up, really. Um, but yeah, he's, he approached us and said, like, you know, do you want to come and do this? And we played at the. They do a day every year at the at the brewery where they have a load of special stuff on tap, and people can pay to come in and try all the different beers. And I think that was at the time when he was saying, you know, we should get you guys on board for one of these. Uh, so that's uh, how we ended up getting in touch with this guy called Hass, who does the artwork for the album. Um, so yeah, he he wanted to get this guy on board because he'd seen his artwork online. Uh, so we got signed up with Hass to come and you know have a couple of meetings, have a bit of a powwow, and see what kind of stuff we were aiming for. And that's when he uh, ended up coming back with this yeah. wonderful album cover, which is we're, we're blown away by it straight away. I think there were, there were pretty minimal tweaks that we had to throw in there because as soon as he showed us the rough sketches, we were like, you know what, this is this kind of suits us. This this feels nice. Um, so I'll show you the poster as well, it's, actually. Cause it's, it's quite like... eye-catching. Yeah, have you, have you got a copy of the CD? Have you seen the whole thing? Um, only only the, through the digital site. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, so it's really... Yeah, all, all the copies come with this nice little fold-out poster. It looks like it could easily be like the front of a, like a graphic novel. Like, that's the... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it looks quite quite comic booky, doesn't it? Like yeah. something from the 100 or something. something. Something Frank Miller would pick up for a film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah that's what we loved about it was that whole the, the really you know the rough edges and stuff and just the, yeah just the way that it felt when you looked at it was thought that that really totally sinks in and it's see the, the picture of the guy is actually uh, the original hermit as well it's a guy called diogenes okay uh, and it was our guitarist mike who was the one who pitched that idea so him and Hass had a bit of a back and forth and then that ended up coming from the conversations they had and yeah totally worked out uh, so that's what's going to be on the front of the can of beer. Sorry, mm. <laughs> I went the long way around with this answer. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that artwork is going to be on the can of beer as well. So there'll be, I think there's something on the label of the can where you can peel it away and there'll be information about the band on the inside of it as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so yeah, it's going to be like all the all the proper beer lovers that like, you know, like to go out and exclusively try these different brands and stuff. It's, it's one for those kind of guys. But Yeah, because I was we'll... sort of going to ask, like, where on earth are people going to find that? Where are they going to find it? Like, is it, it's not just going to be in your local supermarket, is it? I actually don't know. I've not been told where it's going to be um, purchasable mm. from. Uh, I know for a fact that it's available at the uh, refectory in Manchester. Oh, I, yeah. Uh... Uh, which is a new, new bar that's just opened up, but that's actually owned by Northern Monk, who are brewing the beer for us. Um, so I think they're doing a run of about 10,000 cans 
Um, so I can't wait to try it, actually. We've not even tried it yet. I think it gets finished sometime this week. I think last week it was being canned up, and hopefully we'll have some of it to try in the next few days. Oh, awesome. Make sure you yeah, try and get some set down to London, because I'll, a yeah. drive to Manchester's a long way just for a beer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if we can get a couple sent to you, man. Excellent, excellent. Um, so obviously, I guess it's kind of no secret, but you are into your beer, right? As the, the whole band. It's kind of part of why this partnership, I guess, got together, yeah. right? Yeah, we, we all we all like a drink. We all we all enjoy a tipple. Yeah. Um, the other guys, especially, I'm 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 like the embodiment of the um, you know like the hobgoblin can. Ah. Where he says like, uh, "What's wrong, lager boy? Are you afraid you'll taste something?" Like, <laughs> I feel like he's talking directly to me because I usually just go, "Yeah, I'll just have a pint of lager, please." I'm not not much for being inventive with the with the beer choices, but the rest of the guys are, are pretty on it with the selections. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to sort of say that I was a big beer man and all that. But up until like my first time, I went to Bloodstock a few years ago. I was lager all the way through, and then went to Bloodstock yeah. and in the VIP tent area and all that. Yeah. And they have all the selection. Um, that was kind of where I was like, okay, let me try that. Let me try that. Let me try that. And it's still like still still of a nightmare trying to find like one that I really really like. You know? Yeah, we were well, like I say, we played at the um, the Northern Monk thing last year at the uh, the brewery in Leeds. Mm. Dark City, it's called. Uh, we're doing it again, another one uh, next Saturday. Actually, is the second one they've done. But um, that was that was my version of you at Bloodstock because I I got there and they had all these wonderful uh, like well, you had to have them in like a third pint glass because the the beer was so strong. Ah. Like some, some of them were like twelve percent. Um, so we we were trying them in, the, in these little th- three a uh, third of a pint glasses, and that that's, I started trying stuff like like a milk stout, like a coffee sort of flavoured yeah. stuff and we were drinking these and it was like it was like treacle oh. and like we were throwing these things back and they were absolutely beautiful so I, I, that's where I started well, I said it like, was nice it was yeah it was really good I kept went to say wonderful again then but I've, that's like three times I've used that word and I don't I don't usually say that that often so I'm going to steer away from that word steer away from it <laughs> so talking yeah. about Bloodstock you played there this year yes we did and uh, I'm sad to say we did miss you because um, we were doing interviews in the press area at the time. Um, oh, not you're not the much. only one, unfortunately, as as is the case. You know, um, but how 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 was that for you guys? Was that the biggest show you've done to date? I think so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. While I've been in Herbie, it was the biggest one I've done. I'm, I'm pretty sure the guys said the same thing mm. after we came off the stage. We were just like, did that even just happen? Like we came, <laughs> we came off the side of the stage. We were just blown away. Um, <laughs> It was so well received. Like it wasn't raining. Um, there was another good band on the main stage, and we still had a full tent. Like they weren't squashed in like sardines, but the the tent was full. So we had a great crowd for it. It was it was incredible. Yeah, because the new blood, when it's kind of packed out as well, it looks and feels really really jammed. Even though it may not be as jammed set the sides, I can try to picture yeah, the yeah. tent now, and it's like yeah, okay. That that's that's awesome because it's one of the most energetic places as well. That particular tent, yeah. um, it's always nice to see the people come along and even if they're just there out of curiosity because hey, you've got thirty minutes and yeah. I don't like what's on the main stage. Uh, it's such an opportunity. Um, I, I you guys won Metal to the Masters to get there, right? We did, yeah. Yeah, um, it was quite a short one, really. I think there were only three rounds um, that we had to do, and the third was the final. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I think well, I was actually in France during the final, so we had a, we had a friend come and step in for us to play bass. Um, but uh, yeah, he, I, th- I think that's why we won because of his pretty face. 
It oh. wasn't due to musical talent. <laughs> it was down to John from Pissed. Excellent. Um, right, so I guess what the rest of 2018, um, do you have much going on, or is it just chill time now, get Christmas out of the way, and then just smash 2019? Is that kind of the plan, or is it, you know... Um, roundabouts that, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we've obviously, we've still got the album launch of course. to come. Um, so we've got a big end to the year. Uh, so yeah, we've got the next two gigs are uh, next Friday and Saturday. So we've got the um, the Friday launch official date uh, at the Refectory in Manchester, yep. in the Northern Quarter. Uh, then the Saturday, the day after, we're doing I think the same thing again, playing the album in full uh, in Leeds, uh, and that again will be the, the launch of the beer as well. Um, so after that, I think we've got one more in December. We're doing the Rebellion Christmas Party oh. on Leeds. Uh, rebellion in Deansgate uh, on Deansgate. Sorry, that's on the twenty second of December. Oh, just before Christmas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in between that and afterwards, we've got a bit of a break. I think we've got a few gigs lined up for next year already, starting in February. Mm. Uh, so yeah, we've we, we've got a few good plans uh, for next year. Like I say, we're going to start writing towards uh, another album as well. So we've got we've got a lot on our plate. We've got a few stupid little videos that we're going to try and get out as well. Uh, again, you know about the presence thing, trying to trying to stay trying to yeah. stay in the line, make sure people know we're there. Um, but yeah, I mean, if the buzz is any indicator about the album, I think we're going to be a lot busier once this thing lands. I suspect so. I think you're right. It's, it's, I keep forgetting that it's literally not out yet. It's just a, it's a few days, you know, because it already feels yeah. like it's been out. Um, the amount it of was, talk about it. It's like the it's like the Aquaman of albums. It feels like it should have come out already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> All right. Um, right, so... We are what we do. Um, although we are leaning way nowadays more than ever, leaning way towards the uh, rock and metal side of stuff for our site. We also, when we first started off, we were actually originally a video game site only, and then we introduced right. horror because um, I'm a huge and my brother's a huge horror fan. It was like, hey, we yeah, absolutely. And now then we we were like, well, we also love metal. Let's bring that in, and then it's just the three. That's what I wanted to ask you then. Um, of those three, gaming, uh, horror, and headbanging. Um, which which do you find you enjoy the most? I mean, ignoring the fact you're in a band and of course you're always going to love your rock and metal. What yeah, what else uh, from that? I, I'll, I'll be totally honest. The reason the guys put my name forward for this interview is because three of my favourite things are metal, horror and gaming. <laughs> so it ticked all of my boxes. Like as, as soon as we finish this interview, I think me and my girlfriend are going to sit and play on a game for a while. Um, she doesn't really like horror stuff, so I tend to just sort of wait until she's not in the house, and I'll have a bit of a horror binge. Um, so but yeah, no, I love I love my horror films as well. Like, what are you playing then at the moment, gaming wise? What's uh, kind of tickling uh, your fancy? We, what have we been playing? We've been uh, we just got um, PS now. Okay. Uh, PS4. So we've just been dicking around on that and seeing what's available. So at the moment, we've just been playing on uh, Disney Discovery. <laughs> 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 because it felt like we started it the other week uh, when we had a pretty rotten hangover uh, and it was just a really easy feel good game that you could just mess about on and just waste a couple of hours on it so you know it's nothing too strenuous those yeah. are the games I really prefer is just stuff that you can just like God of War where you just run around just smashing the shit out of stuff like those are those are my kind of games really yeah. uh, I have the new God of War as well but I've not even started it yet um, so I need to sit down and make a make a good effort with that at some point yeah, put your thought to that. Um, all right, then we'll, we've got but, but horror. So I guess it's really easy. What 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 are your what are your favorite horror movies? What's what 
What do you lean towards? Um, favorites. I, I I'd probably say zombie stuff. Okay. Because um, out of all my horror collection, I think a lot of it. If if not for zombie, then definitely paranormal type stuff. Um, but yeah, the zombie stuff, I, I really love that. Like one of my go-to films for a while was um, Twenty Eight Days Later. Oh yeah, brilliant. Or um, Dead Set, the uh, Charlie Brooker one. Big with Brother. The, uh, the Big Brother House. Yeah, it's yeah. just been adding on. Well, so I watched a couple of episodes of that the other night for like the fiftieth time. Um, uh, Evil Dead, probably one of my favourites as well. Um, all, all, all the standards basically, but yeah, I'm, I'm big, big into the zombie genre. Yeah, um, that's kind of what I grew up on, so it's why we use the term brains in the title of our site because the movie <laughs> The Return of the Living Dead is basically yeah. my favourite horror movie. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so. All right, well, we'll wrap it up then with one other thing. What, from the headbanging side of thing, what um, what bands are you listening to now that you think like, yeah, people should be going to check out these guys or so on? If there's anything like that. Um, I mean, as far as new bands go, mm. I I don't manage to get out as as much as I wish I could. Um, but the the, the newest bands that I'm aware of at the moment, um, Tusker, T U S K A R, mm. uh, are a fantastic band who people should definitely give more attention to um under if you've heard of under yeah. uh, doing great things at the moment um and a lot more of our other buddies as well like nomad guys like that on the scene um but th- th- there's a lot of stuff going on yeah you know there's, there's something to there's something to love wherever you look at the moment so it's yeah it's just a case of looking around and seeing what else you can see it's almost hard to keep up sometimes you know it really is that's why i'm struggling to name any other like name drop anybody else <laughs> but yeah well you, if, you literally just me- me- mentioned under and i'm like okay i reviewed under's album like two days ago on this and i'm tr- trying well, to remember already trying to remember what did i think of it i'm pretty sure i loved it but you know i need to go back and check it because something else straight after came along and took its place because i had to do that and so on it's very hard to keep up yeah, I used to do uh, music reviews as well, so it was the same for me. Like once you've listened to one thing, you're straight on to the next one, so it's ever changing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Battalions as well. Sorry, I forgot to mention them. Dead Retinas uh, and 1968 for people um, who uh, want some more recommendations. Some more good friends of ours, but very, very good musicians and lovely people. Dead Retinas, they're um, supporting you at your launch show, right? Aren't they? Yeah, Battalions, 1968, and Dead Retinas. Oh, so all... wow, excellent. Yeah, I know the name drop them because they're our they're our buddies. Uh, so yeah, we oh, Chubby Thunderous, Bad Kush Masters, are excellent. Excellent bands, excellent. Yeah, in fact, we've got uh, new T-shirts out at the minute, and Will the bass player designed this one for us. Well, that's quite nice, isn't it? Yeah, this is the Tulsa one. We've just had two designs done. Um, so I've got I've got the all all my little. All my little trinkets down here, <laughs> <laughs> just for showing up on the camera. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> right, we'll wrap this up with, um, I guess, just one last album plug. It's out on the 16th of November, um, a few days now. Again, so people can see it. It's yep. called Solitude and Savagery. Yep. APF uh, yep. Records. It comes out on the 16th on APF Records. <laughs> <laughs> you literally have everything. <laughs> I like a prop comedian. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hailing from Manchester in the UK, Sludgy Doom Band Barbarian Hermit are scheduled to release their debut album Solitude and Savagery on November 16th, 2018 via APF Records. Solitude and Savagery is the follow-up to the band's 2016 self-titled EP.
The latter part of the album name is apt, as this is a record filled with fuzzy downtune guitars, raging groove, and a heavy as hell rhythm. Savage sludge for a savage band. Barbarian Hermit throw that everything into Enter the Hermitage to ensure you're fully invested from the moment it starts. It's a ferocious beginning that slams groove down hard with every expectation they've beaten you into submission already. It's interesting that Black Mass then heads in a different direction with somber melody and a soft singing at first. It's a soulful sounding song and just as you relax into it, the drums hit and the riffs go deep and dark. What follows is a classy yet devastating doom track that is covered in slimy dampness, shifting like a scaly beast. No Sleep then delivers a bouncy, dare it be said, catchy slab of groove metal with an impressively energetic tune. It's a short-lived break, as if one is actually needed, before the crushing balance of slow and sludge returns to haunt your waking nightmares on Beyond the Wall. A complex guitar solo freshens things up as the meandering rhythm eats away at your mind. With plenty of air in their lungs still, Barbarian Hermit smashed through the crusty surface with Life Breather and its morose melodies playing, playing off dark heaviness. Before Reawaken keeps things as traditional as it's humanly possible with such a strong take on Sludge. Traditional in the sense that it's got a recognisable formula of deep groove alongside exciting flashes of heaviness brought on by the riffs. Still, every bit is incredible as everything that has come before and what follows. Talking of which, Lienkia wraps a brilliant release up in style, 11 minutes of style and a track that shows off a huge array of skills as it deals out a hard rock sound to mix things up all while showcasing the sludgy doom talents that make Barbarian Hermit a force to be reckoned with. Solitude and Savagery is one of the best album releases of 2018. It's out on November 16th by APF Records.